Today's show is brought to you by Lightning Pod. If you have a podcast, you know that it's a lot of work. But Lightning Pod can help. We've been working with their founder, Eric Johnson, for more than a year now, and he's really helped us take the Smart Home Show to the next level. So if you're starting a new podcast or you want to make your existing podcast better, you should get in touch with Eric. Learn more at lightningpod.fm. And water the lawn. It's summer. Why not do it a little more uh, intelligently? The smart sprinkler controller. Today we're talking Rachio. My name is Michael Wolf. Stay tuned. Summertime, that means watering the lawn, and uh, I'm looking out of my lawn right now, and it's actually pretty dry and dying, largely because my automated water system uh, actually doesn't seem to work all that well, um, and it's kind of one of those old school ones, always seems to water at the wrong time, and it's been a pretty dry summer up here in Seattle, at least the last little while, but anyway, uh, hopefully... At some point, I'll have a watering system that actually is a little more smart. And today, I'm talking to a company that's actually building that type of system, Rachio. I'm talking to Chris Klein, who's the CEO. And they're a company that is out of Denver uh, that has built a smart irrigation and, and sprinkler controller uh, that allows you to basically monitor your, your watering budget. Uh, it creates a watering budget and, and kind of has some intelligence around when it should water all based on data from the cloud and, and from weather satellites. Uh, yeah, this is an interesting conversation. I wanted to catch up with Chris. Uh, I had uh, been following Rachio for some time. Uh, I think the idea of a smarter watering system, smarter sprinklers, if you will, is a good one. Uh, I don't know if it's going to be the, the volume of, say, smart light bulbs, because everyone could use those. Uh, not everyone's going to uh, have a smart uh, watering system. But I certainly think from the perspective of saving water, uh, doing things more intelligently, controlling it through your smartphone, I think a lot of people would want that. And so I talked to Chris about that. If you're interested in uh, how uh, he built the product, uh, the idea of a smarter sprinkler, uh, this might be an interesting conversation. As always, the Smart Home Show is brought to you by Next Market Insights. We just wrapped up our DIY Smart Home Report at, at Next Market. And if you want to check that out, just go to nextmarket.co. You can get the, the free executive summary download. Uh, that's complimentary. And check out the other stuff as well. And if you want to listen to more Smart Home Shows, just go to technology.fm and look for the Smart Home Show there. Or go to iTunes. It's pretty simple. Go to iTunes and put in Smart Home Show and we'll pop right up. Uh, subscribe. And if you're feeling generous, hey, why not give us a, a, a rating? Say some nice words. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening. Once again, my name is Michael Wolf. Here's my conversation with Chris Klein of Raggio. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Smart Home Show. Uh, today's guest is Chris Klein, who is a founder of Raggio. And Raggio is a smart water controller company. Is, am I describing it right, Chris? Yeah, yeah. We create a uh, smart um, irrigation controller um, for residential sprinkler systems. And tell us a little bit about uh, the idea of, of creating a smart controller because there's a lot of existing water controllers out there, sprinkler controllers that are kind of dumb um, devices that, that basically don't really understand their environment very well, aren't connected to the network, but you guys are doing something that's a little more modern. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's correct. Uh, 
you know, really the whole reason we went down this path um, is uh, our company is based around, you know, saving water. Um, and I think, you know, a lot of the people on the team really just got sick of seeing um, the sprinklers going off in the rain and, you know, out of season. And um, us, our, our, our company is based in Colorado. And a couple of years ago, we went through, through a drought and, um, you know, knowing how precious water was here and still seeing a lot of these things going off uh, when they when they shouldn't be, um, we the team got behind the problem and uh, attacked it. Uh, and ultimately, we came out with a uh, Wi-Fi connected um, irrigation controller that we knew needed to be easy for the homeowner to install and, and adopt. Um, and it also needed to be controllable from, you know, their, their smartphone uh, where they um, interact with software quite a bit. You guys were part of the news when Quirky came out with the Wink uh, introduced Wink as a standalone company and, and an app and a hub, and you guys are part of that news. Yeah, yeah, that's correct. Uh, it was uh, an exciting time for sure, and um, we were honored to be uh, a part of that day uh, and to be one of the connected devices that will um, that is integrated with their platform and will be uh, introduced at Home Depot um, on their home automation uh, end cap. And you guys are part of the, the Home Depot uh, news and that they are going there, but you guys had actually announced, I think maybe a month or two ago that you guys are actually going into home Depot. Yeah. Yeah. And we've been in there for, uh, about three months, uh, in the, uh, irrigation, uh, aisle. So if anyone's looking for it, that's, that's where we're at. Um, but we will be moved to, uh, this Monday, we will be, uh, now moved on to the home and automation end cap. Wink enters what is a pretty crowded marketplace. But I think there, it's an interesting move, and it, it's, a, it's a smart move by Quirky because they have such a good, I, I guess, what I would call product flow in terms of they're working on a lot of connected devices. They touch a lot of things, and they have a lot of good partners like GE, uh, so kind of a broad, pretty broad ecosystem that gets them up and running. Um, so I, th- I think it's an interesting move for them, and it's a good move for you guys, I think, to be a part of it. Yeah, definitely, and they've been uh, super um, startup-friendly. Uh, and easy to work with, which has been great for us. You know, um, they basically just asked us for our documentation on some of our APIs, and um, you know, we've had some reviews on on what the user interface would look like on their end, and um, they've done a, a great job. Um, so it's been it's been an exciting time. So talk about the idea. I mean, you were sitting there, you're in Colorado, and at some point, I think you you realize you're wasting a lot of water, <laughs> and I yeah. think. Uh, uh, probably half of the water you use uh, at some point. I think you probably have better stats, but I think the EPA estimates we waste a ton of water. Um, so talk about the, how you struck the idea and then how you ultimately got to develop the product. Sure, sure. Um, it was actually quite interesting. Um, we, I was on my way to a startup weekend here in Denver uh, in 2012. Uh, and right before um, I went, I was walking my dog around, uh, taking him for the, the evening walk, and it was um, late October, actually maybe even early November. Um, we had just had a significant drought that summer, um, and as I was walking through my neighborhood, you know, it was, I was still seeing sprinklers running. Um, it was overcast. It was cold, dormant grass, leaves on the ground, um, and so it had been driving me kind of nuts all, all summer long. Um, so went to start a weekend uh, with that problem, um, no solution. Uh, and you know, a team formed around that, um, and really kind of got the, the solution going, uh, that weekend. Um, and then from there, you know, um, just kind of kept at it and ultimately, uh, built a, uh, the controller. Um, and we used some off the shelf parts last summer, uh, to really just kind of get it connected. It's, it's really just a connected relay, right? 
um, routing 24 volts around to, to different solenoid valves. So we were able to use a lot of off-the-shelf off parts last summer um, in an effort to really build out our software because that's really where the power is, um, you know, having the business logic to um, pull in aggregate weather sources and, um, you know, use information from different devices and information that you can take in from, from the homeowner to really create an intelligent schedule. And when you look at underground sprinkler systems, you know, there's uh, 10 to 15 million in the U.S., and these are all old systems that basically you can connect into because basically everything's standardized from the controller on down. So you swap out with the old controller and it, it should work with most of these, right? Yeah, correct. I mean, I, I think we've run into maybe a couple where we've still been able to get them to work, but they're a little bit more difficult. Um, but for the most part, you know, 99% of those out there um, have this 12 to 14 gauge wire that just runs from what's kind of like an old egg timer right now. Um, and then it runs down to the, these solenoid valves and each valve is tied to a zone. And when you send 24 uh, volts down that wire, um, you know, basically you open up a valve and it allows uh, the water pressure to push the water um, through the pipes and out onto your, your gardens or, or lawn. Um, so, you know, and the, for us, that water is a very precious resource. And so it was really, you know, seeing kind of this, this, system that had no notion of its environment and, you know, no notion of season and, and weather uh, controlling this water um, just seemed, you know, it, it, it looked like it needed to be replaced. And you put your system in and now if I'm the, if I'm at home with a, a ratio and I now have a system that understands uh, what's happening with weather because it, it can get data from, you know, uh, online sources, it can get uh, satellite data, it has historical data. So tell me all the ways it's different, how it's smarter than just a dumb controller. Sure. So the, the first thing we do is um, geolocate the controller so we, we know where you're at. Um, and then from there, um, kind of the initial setup, the way it goes is you'll connect your controller and then our app will ask you, it'll walk through and kind of say like, hey, there's a zone. Um, we believe there's a zone running around, running right now. Uh, look around your yard and do you see one? And, you know, the homeowner will say, yep, there it is. Uh, and then they can name it, uh, and they can tell us about um, the soil type if they know. They can tell us about uh, is it is it a garden, is it a lawn, um, is it shady, is it sloped, uh, and we, we walk through this process with them uh, as much as they want to. We can also default for them, um, and then at the end, we allow them to create a watering time and taking all that information, including their um, their lat long uh, information about their that they've entered in about their about their yard uh, and the season uh, and also weather. Uh, we shoot out a baseline schedule for them. Um, so each zone will have, you know, slightly different minutes depending. Uh, and then from there, they can turn on for each one of these kind of water um, watering times or schedules. They can opt in for water budgeting, which will then adjust that schedule uh, over the season. Um, and then they can also opt in for weather intelligence, which will, every time that schedule is going to run, um, our software will kind of pull that schedule out of the queue um, and see if, uh, you know, it should run based on past and forecasted weather. And then we also have a smart cycle feature that just came out today uh, that we're excited about, which will break up um, the different schedules um, into different watering cycles. Uh, for instance, if you have clay or, or um, topsoil, uh, we can use clay as an example. Uh, after about five or six minutes, the uh, um, watering is basically just runoff. Uh, so what you want to do is if you have like a 15-minute cycle, for, for instance, um, you'd want to water five minutes and then wait 30 minutes and then water five minutes and then wait 30 minutes and water five minutes. And then you can kind of guess how that would work with eight to 16 zones. You know, we're breaking them up and making sure there's uh, appropriate um, cycle times in between. And that's all doable through an app, right? So unlike with, you know, I have an older controller I bought, got with the house I bought. 
I'm doing all that through a fairly antiquated <laughs> wall-mounted uh, thing, and I probably wouldn't have that level of grand order if, or if I did, it would take probably a lot of heavy, kind of heavy programming to get there. Correct, correct. We're trying to make it as easy as possible, and you know, we st- we know we still have a ways to go. Um, but uh, every day we're iterating, and every day we're we're trying to make a better product. Uh, but yeah, the key is having it available on your phone, and um, soon, you know, through our a web app as well. Um, but you know, the one thing we found is that most of these controllers are in people's garages, in their basements and, you know, in waterproof enclosures outdoors. Um, so we really wanted to bring the controls to their, to their phone, um, because a lot of them are in inconvenient places. So, you know, once they're connected, we want to be able to have, uh, let, allow the homeowner to do most everything through their phone or, or computer. And the type of data I'm going to be getting through the app and eventually the web, the web console or web interfaces, I'm also being able to monitor water usage as well. Yeah, so we just um, we're we're just submitting uh, an app. I think tomorrow uh, that will be um, have all events. So it'll tell you about your rain delays and your different watering times, and um, you know basically what you're doing with your system or what we're doing to your system. Uh, so you can kind of see a um, a daily hourly view of of those events. Uh, and then next, we're going to be using that data to start creating some uh, reports um, that'll give you an idea. You know what we sort of. So if you think about our algorithm, we have to kind of guess about how much water you're using in each zone based on like sprinkler um, head types, whether it's spray or rotary uh, and things like that. So we can start to estimate, you know, how many how many gallons you're using. And it it won't be perfect to start. But that's how we'll kind of. So it's it's a it's an algorithmic guess because you're not actually you don't actually have sensors at at every (laughs) obviously at every sprinkler. Um, But you're going to take that data and guess at it. Exactly. Exactly. Because we don't have flow meters yet. Is there a plan for that down the road? Absolutely. We would love to, um, you know, integrate with an existing flow meter um, or find some interesting ways to, to get that data. Talk about the out-of-the-box and installation experience because I would imagine, I mean, anytime you're looking to upgrade existing hardware out there, um, that's putting a little bit of work on the consumer. And, you know, having installed, you know, some some wall switches and installed door locks, you know, it, it's it's a little bit of work that I think, you know, like – my mom wouldn't want to do, for example. So um, I would imagine a water uh, sprinkler controller might be one of those things that intimidates folks a little bit. Yeah, it definitely can. I mean, if you if you open up your controller or you look at it, you're going to see a bunch of wires, uh, a lot of copper in there, right? And that, that can be, like you said, intimidating. Um, so what we try to do is really help uh, help the process. And we've learned a lot over our, our first month kind of out in the market. And, you know, what we ask the homeowner to do now is, take a picture of their existing controller um, so we can make sure we know where all those wires were, um, you know, ask them to, uh, to put labels on them if they want. Uh, and then the other thing we ask them to do is actually run that controller uh, before we introduce a, a new variable, a new system, you know, making sure that the existing one is working as, as you would expect. Um, Cause we've found a lot of times where there'll be a zone, like a solenoid valve that's gone bad or a severed line. And some of these sprinkler systems have been, you know, um, operating improperly for a, a good amount of time. Um, so we kind of ask the homeowner to get a feel for what their existing one's doing and then they can basically take that controller off the wall. Um, and that controller supplies the power. So there's no way to electrocute yourself, uh, which is the good news. Um, so you can take the old controller off and you can put our controller on and then you can basically plug the wires into uh, some push in terminals. Uh, and then from there we use, um, the electric amp technology to, uh, through our app, connect, um, your device through a blink up process and then once connected, we walk you through um, your zone setup and, and schedule creation. And you said you've learned a lot since you've been out on the market. And you've been out, I think, a couple months now. When you launched in Home Depot, I think you said a lot, uh, I think in May? Um, I think we might have actually 
been early June, but yeah, right around there. So about a month is what we've actually been out there for. We uh, shipped our pre-orders, I believe, the last week of May. Um, and then so we've been in Home Depot for about a month. And, and, uh, and you're getting a lot of feedback from consumers at this point? Yeah, our our customers are are wonderful, uh, and we appreciate every single one of them. Uh, and you know they're very vocal on our forum um, through our support, uh, and uh, you know we spend a lot of time uh, with them on the phone too, um, because you know you can't just put the device in and once it's connected, you know, kind of um, dust your hands off. You you got to make sure that uh, when they're when they're when it's all finished, they have a working system. Uh, working um, irrigation system. And so sometimes that means helping them troubleshoot past the controller, helping them, you know, troubleshoot a, a broken uh, solenoid valve or a severed line or, you know, a number of things that can go wrong from the controller downstream. Uh, and so that's, you know, one thing that we've learned uh, and we're, um, you know, we, we like to help every single customer with that we can. You said you're using the electric imp controller, which is, I think, I think is what Winky, Winky's using as well. Um, do those yep. guys help you a lot in the development of the product? Yeah, yeah. We've, um, the electric imp team has been great to work with. Um, and um, our CTO, Franz, you know, he works a lot with, uh, with their team. Um, and uh, yeah, it's been a, a great platform to, to get going on and it's helped us really, you know, get to market quickly. Um, and um, we couldn't be more excited than to use it. I noticed you guys are in Denver. It seems like there's it's kind of a hotspot for smart home startups. Um, I think Revolvo's out of there. Yep. It seems like there's a little bit of a, a, a total hotbed of activity. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Denver um, is a great place to, to be a startup right now. Um, you know, the city and the state and everyone is involved in um, helping the entrepreneur. Uh, and, you know, for instance, we are, we're manufactured, um, in Colorado, everything from our packaging to, um, our little end cap that we had in the irrigation aisle to the plastics, to the PC board. Um, uh, so it's been really great to kind of help us get off the ground and, um, you know, move through the, the production process very quickly. You know, it's, it's awesome to be able to drive from one manufacturer to the other, um, and knock out some of the things that may take, um, weeks, a normal process you could do in, in a couple hours, you know, just kind of spending time with the manufacturer. That's great that it's all locally manufactured. No, no plans to move it to China. Um, you know, we're we don't know yet. Uh, there may be at some at some point we may, um, you know, uh, exceed capacity uh, that we have here. Uh, but um, you know, we're kind of exploring all opportunities. But we'd love to stay here as long as we can. Hey, well, Chris Klein with Ratio, thanks for taking time with me. No problem. Thank you. Are you convinced? Are you ready to uh, get a smarter sprinkler system? Maybe waste a little less water? We could check out Rachio. You can find them at rach.io. You can find out more about them there. You can also find them at Home Depot. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening. Uh, once again, if you want to listen to more Smart Home Shows, just go to technology.fm. You can find the Smart Home Show there and look for the Smart Home Show in iTunes and Stitcher and SoundCloud. Thanks again. We'll talk to you soon.